It's good to be back in the saddle again. My name is Edge. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, GolfGuyWV. Joined, of course, by Bones DK, the namesake. How you doing today, dude? Man, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling like a million bucks. In fact, I'm, I'm feeling like $200,000 because that's what we're going to win this week in, the, in golf, in the RBC Canadian. I'm feeling good, and I'm going stars and scrubs this week. I can't wait to talk about it. But I also can't wait to hear about it, uh, a little bit of live talk from you as well because I know you're amped up about it. Uh, TW Man 66 joining us from Tampa, Florida. Weather looks good down there, man. Uh, bright and sunny as always. I, I like uh, feeling like 200000 as well. Maybe I can lend some of that to Phil to pay Bones Mackay his uh, back wages. Well, Phil got his, apparently. $200 million bucks. He talked about it this morning a little bit. Uh, didn't deny it, that's for sure. Live, we're we're going to talk our uh, BC for sure because uh, this is a PGA show, but the biggest story in golf right now, you know, Liv has won the day. They certainly dominated the headlines, dominated social media yesterday. And does the PGA have a problem on their hands, wild man? I'd say so, dude, because, you know, this is a well-funded enterprise. It's definitely attractive to players when you're getting big names like Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, and it's not going anywhere. Um, so this is a problem for the PGA. What do you think first and foremost about it? Yeah, this, well, first of all, this is a golf show, so we're just going to stick to the golf component of it, right? Uh, look, when we are watching golf, we're not watching golf because of the sponsor. We're watching golf because of the athletes. They're starting to draw some big-time athletes with some big-time credibility. And I would say this about Dustin Johnson. You guys know how I feel about him. With his father-in-law being the great one, Wayne Gretzky, with his wife being a dime piece all over Instagram, I would say that DJ is the number two draw in, un in the United States in terms of American golfers behind only uh, Tiger. So I think that's a huge score, and I think that's probably what they sold him on. And, you know, now we're talking about the idea of free agency that we've heard, and that means more than just being able to play where you want, when you want. You know, we're talking about maybe movie-type deals, like Hollywood-type deals with back-end money on ticket sales and sponsorships and things like that. So I think the PGA Tour has a huge problem on their hands. I think what the PGA probably doesn't have to worry about, though, at the very moment, is the actual product. Now, obviously, there hasn't been a golf shot hit, but we have been able to now see what the press conferences are going to look like, see what the drafts are going to look like. And for being a billion-dollar enterprise, I guess I just expected a little bit more. It just seemed a little gimmicky to me last night. It almost seemed like like deal or no deal. The draft, the portions of the draft that I was able to see on social media. Um, so it was just kind of a different look. Maybe that's why I thought it was gimmicky. But I also did then start thinking about like the format they have here, where they're drafting guys and they're kind of fantasying it up a little bit. And I am older than you guys. A guy that's in his 40s that does play like fantasy football, though. I don't know if that really is like my cup of tea there. I don't know if I tune into a Friday night live draft. How do you feel about that component of the wild man? 
<clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, again, I, I think that I think that it's all about the fans, right? What the fans are going to want to participate in. There really isn't a side. Is that something you as a as a golf handicapper and a guy that follows golf and Bones DK, I would say this to you. I'll pose this question to you also. Is that something that's appealing to you? Is that something you would put your time into to watch if the PGA did something like that? We'll have to see. You know, I'm not really too fond of the idea, honestly. Um, You know, I I think it's really hyped up right now. There's all this news and I'm not going to tune in to see Louis who stays in and and. Paul, I don't, Paul Casey isn't there yet. I'm just going to assume he's going to go. And, and Charles Swartzel to play golf. I'm not too excited about that draft thing yet. We'll see how it goes. But I think it's going to die down pretty quick. I'm going to keep watching Cam Smith, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, and these guys, Sam Burns, on the PGA Tour. As long as they remain on the PGA Tour. <laughs> For right? now, would yeah. In, would you tune in to live if they were over there on live? And that's the PGA problem right now. I do think there are going to be... Uh, there are some more principled individuals that have taken some more principled stances, we'll say, on the PGA Tour right now that I think will be loyal to the PGA Tour. But you're going to see a lot of guys. Patrick Reed probably you just said Paul Casey. I mean, Patrick Reed's withdrawn from this tournament. It should surprise nobody if he appears tomorrow in London to tee it up in the live event. Oh, Captain and America. I also saw that Kepka might be signing on now to play in uh, Pumpkin Ridge in the Oregon event. So... You know, these are big names, man. These are contemporary major winners. I think Mickelson, even though he won in the PGA, you're you're taking a gamble throwing mo- that kind of money at a 52-year-old. You know, um, even Nah and Westwood, some of these guys are a little bit older. But, you know, that's where they got You got to start somewhere, right? Here, here's uh, another component I want to add to it, too, or, or at least talk about is, you know, if you're, if you're listening to the Brandle Chamblees of the world, talk about the tradition of golf and how that's all that matters is respect. You know, you, you never call Arnie by his first name. You only call him Mr. Palmer type stuff. And, and the, the idea that we care about these trophies and not dollars and cents. I mean, it's America, baby. It's a capitalist society. Uh, I don't think that you're going to see like, like now that the world has embraced the idea of gambling on golf, whether it be DraftKings or FanDuel or, or just betting outrights or top fives or whatever the case may be, um, you're going to see a, a, a differing style and it's going to turn in to more of a pro sport where guys are divas, guys want attention, and guys want money. And, and that's what life's all about, guys. And they're still allowed to play in the majors at this moment. And that's really, as we've said on this program, a thousand times before that's all Kepka cares about is the major championships that's all Tiger Woods is going to play in from here on out probably on the PGA tour I mean, is the major championships so this is no you know it's a big problem for the PGA but but I still would argue that Liv is always going to have a couple problems and it's not the, and one of them is going to be that they don't have the endorsement of Tiger Woods and that Tiger Woods media rights are all owned by the PGA and you could probably put Tiger Woods on replay this weekend from his US Open back at Pebble Beach and it would get higher ratings than what we're going to see at the RBC quite frankly. So I do think that's a live problem, not a huge one to overcome cuz Tiger's in the twilight of his career, but as long as you have Tiger's endorsement, the majority of the golf world are going to go with Tiger, man. There's no doubt about it. I don't care if DJ Mickelson, you know, Tiger, Rory, Justin Thomas, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler. These are still huge names, top 10 golfers, and that probably is a little bit of a live problem. But, man, 
it's been an interesting first weekend for these guys, dude, because as I said, they won the day yesterday. That was the goal. Let's make live the most talked about thing in professional golf. And it's no doubt good and bad because there's a lot of people out there that support the hell out of it. There's a lot of people out there like Brandel Shambly or whatever. I don't even know. Brandel, is that his first name? <laughs> Brandel? Um, there's a lot of guys like Brandel Shambly out there that, that want to moralize the whole thing. And, and I honestly thought about it, you know, I, because I, I, I immediately, emotionally, you're like, screw this tour. Screw the Saudis. Screw these guys, you know. But but then you really have to empathize and put your, yourself in the position of these guys. And we're, we're aspiring golf podcasters here. We'd like to make a living out of this someday. We, if anybody's out there listening that can help us out, please do. <laughs> um, but we'd like to make a living at this someday. If, if Live Golf came to me tomorrow and was like, hey, Bones, we love your voice, Edge. We'd love you to be the voice guy. How's five million bucks sound? Well, you know, that would be very, very, very difficult of a decision. Probably not so much for me because I'm a loser here in West Virginia right now. But if I was a, you know, a highly esteemed broadcaster, that would be a really tough decision for me. A guy that's making, you know, 1% of that in a year. What, what, five million. I'll clean their jocks for five million. Yeah, well, wow, man. Again, you know, people do have some people do have principles. Wild man has none. <laughs> I can tell you that. He's the biggest waffler on planet Earth. Glad you guys <laughs> listen to the But um, some of us do have principles. What about uh, what about that? There, there's only eight events, right? You're getting paid the same amount of money for only eight events, and you don't have to go to all thirty events in the I PGA Tour. One of them has a twenty-five million dollar purse. Also, that's what I yeah. mean. It's attractive to players. So that's why that you're getting these old bags. You know, like Swartzel and, and, and Phil Mickelson, they don't have to go play 30 events. Brooks Kepka's injured. He doesn't want to play 30 events a year. He wants to play majors and get paid. Kepka would not surprise me at all if he's gone. And all these guys that have left already, not surprising at all. Get out of here. I don't what even care that they're folds? gone. What if it folds and these guys are banned from the PGA Tour? I think it could, Does it matter? Does it, does it matter? Would they be satisfied to only go out? Like, I do think Johnson... After getting the bag for 150 million, maybe one year on live, if it did fold after three or four, I do think John. Because let me tell you something about this league. It's perhaps the biggest problem for the PGA Tour. It is not just well funded; it is funded for life. The Saudi investment fund that's investing in it, we don't. Nobody really knows how much is in, but a lot of people believe there's 500 billion dollars in this fund. That's why they're able to pay Mickelson. To, that's why they put up a billion dollars already. They're like, yeah, who cares? Nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> We're never going to run out of money. And and live will never run out of money. I believe, especially if it's around a sports wash, as a lot of people have that opinion, they'll, they'll keep it around forever. Why would it ever? I mean, you guys that's tell the me purpose this. it's serving, why would they ever get rid of it? Tell me this right now. You know, Brooks Kepka joins, Patrick Reed joins. Uh, you know, let's say that a, a couple other guys up top, some of the guys that maybe don't have American ties, like some of the Aussies and, and some more South Africans and those types, Cameron Smith's join this tour. Are, are you really going to tune in to watch, you know, Max Homa? Or are you going to tune in to watch DJ Brooks, Reed, and 
Cameron Smith. I'm not interested in any of these guys that left yet right now. I don't care about this live tour at all. See a DJ, see a Phil. I'm going to go tune into the first match because it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. But as a long-term investment, there's no chance I'm going to start doing DraftKings leagues and watching this and waking up and, and doing research on it. I don't even care about those guys. Yeah, and, and the PGA Tour is not completely worthless. Don't forget, it's, it's created three of the most iconic athletes in the history of sport with Palmer, Nicholas, Woods. And there are some people that do value that history. And there are some people that are going to get behind the PGA simply because it's the American Tour and has always been the American Tour. Don't forget, though, the majors aren't run by the PGA. So there's a lot of different layers to this onion. But I am with Rob right off the get-go. Live is going to be a huge problem for the PGA Tour, but it's not there yet, and the talent certainly isn't there. I mean, they're bragging about trading the 163rd player for the 80th player today on social media. That's the buzz they're trying to create. There was a trade between teams. You know, again, that's that's just a little gimmicky for me at my age. Maybe if they're trying to grow the game with the 20-somethings, though, that's appealing to them. It is the, the era of TikTok and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, final thoughts on Liv, because we do have to talk a little PGA golf. Yeah, here. we'll get to the PGA. I, I wanted to, we talked off the air yesterday. We we kind of circled a few guys that we expected to be the next ones to go. Those guys were Patrick Reed, who just withdrew. Pat Perez, who's, you know, a Vegas barstool kind of guy. I, I was like, eh, you know, he might be a guy that, that goes and gets some money. Uh, Kepka now is being linked to it, so I mean... You can circle guys that that are uh, not the golf traditionalists like the Justin Thomases, you know, and maybe the Jordan Spieths who are like, you know, it's, it's just what Mr. Palmer and Mr. Nicholas would think of. Me. Right, right. right. Yeah, that is, that is the antiquated system, I believe, Greg Norman's talking about, for sure. Um, but I would also say this, that there's two perspectives to everything, and Greg Norman called out Rory McIlroy for being, being brainwashed. I think you could equally say Dustin Johnson is brainwashed also. You know, it just well, depends on which side of the coin your personal philosophies here, fall here. on. And look, Graham McDowell sounded like an idiot yesterday. I, I really thought his comments were insensitive, but at least he tried to, to take it on. And, and he's like, look, I'm a golfer. I'm not a politician. If I tried to solve the NRA pro or the uh, IRA problems in Ireland every time I went to play Ireland, I'd never play golf. Do you think you know? that? Do you think a that DJ cares about golf? I mean, yeah, he won the Masters, so he's great. Do you really think that that he cares about competing on the PGA Tour? He doesn't. Just like guys like us wouldn't with 150 million. And I'll tell you why. There's there's 10,000 golf courses in the country that he can go play every day of his life. You know, it's not like he's banned from the game of golf. He's got 150 million and he gets to go drink Bud Light on the course instead of, you know, wearing pants every day in 90 degree heat. Hey, they're all fair takes. It's going to be a great weekend of golf. I can't wait to see what the outcome and what this product looks like. It is it is intriguing. I'll say that. And again, that's a problem for the PGA Tour because I am very pro PGA Tour. I'm going anywhere Tiger goes. Uh, how how much do you golf. think Tiger was offered? A billion. I, 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 billion. I saw it was nine, nine figures. Um, but, I mean... If, I, I'm really shocked. I mean, you know, I don't think Tiger is going anywhere because I believe... Again, that investment fund would offer him $5 billion. I'm serious. If they thought they had a chance to get him, 
Yeah. There is no price that would be too high for Tiger. Because if you get Tiger, it's over. Yeah. If you get Tiger, it is over. That tournament or that 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 tour takes over the PGA like that in a heartbeat, dude. If you get Tiger. So that's the only thing the PGA has is this Tiger Woods legacy that that really is all they left or have left to protect, I should say. Yeah, see you, know? Brooks. See you, Phil. See you around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, some of these guys aren't going to be missed, <laughs> but you do want to see the highest concentration of golfers, of, of, of the world's best golfers, competing in, in the tournaments, and you're only going to get to see that now four times out of the year for the most part at the majors. But the majors are really all that's mattered. Uh, if you take away... The corporate aspect of it, the majors are all that's ever mattered. It's the only thing that's been pure about golf, say, over the last 20 years that I've been watching it. Let's I'll talk to what? Go ahead, last, last thought. I'm sorry to cut you off again. Don't forget about the Ryder Cup either. You know, Sergio and Westwood are Ryder Cup legends. DJ and Kepka are Ryder Cup stalwarts for the USA. Phil's been a Ryder Cup guy. Patrick Reed, if he goes. I mean, yeah, that could, that could squash the Ryder Cup as well. Well, yeah, it just doesn't matter to those guys, and and again, that's that's the choice. They're well within their right to make it. I'd rather have uh, I'd rather have Scotty and and JT and Burns and these guys representing America at the Ryder Cup. RBC Canadian Open this week. We are in Canada again. I think this tournament's probably going to be largely overshadowed, but those PGA Tour, um, you know, traditionalists and and apologists are. are Backing it 100%. They're calling it the real golf tournament this week. It's got a great field. If we look at that $10,000 tier, Bones DK, you've got Scotty Scheffler there, number one player in the world. Justin Thomas coming off the PGA Championship. McElroy, who, you know, has said some of probably the most authentic things about his positions on the Live Tour. He's at 10-5 this week. Cam Smith, one of the best players out there. Again, something Live doesn't have is Cam Smith, 10-3. Shane Lowry at 10-1. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make the live jump. And then you have Sam Burns, recent winner at 10,000. So, you know, some household names here. Burns at 10,000 is pretty surprising here, Burns DK. Well, you know, there's definitely a tier of golfers here, in my opinion. You know, when you get below Fitzpatrick, you know, that's when you get, like, the lower tier golfer. This upper tier range is loaded this week for the RBC. And now it is a week before the U.S. Open, so you wonder if, if these guys are going to really try this hard and – and, you know, are they just working on their game for the U.S. Open coming up? I could see that happening with Scotty and JT and even Cam Smith. He was a little squirrely off the tee last week, and you do want to be in the fairway. You have thicker rough this week. So the guy I'm looking at, actually, is Rory McIlroy here. He is by far my favorite play in the 10K range. And, and like I said on my Twitter, I'm going to do a Stars and Scrubs uh, build this week, almost 100% of my lineups. I'm going for it all this week. I'm going for that 200000 I'm done with these balanced builds. Rory McIlroy, a good corollary course is the Wells Fargo, where he came in fifth last year, or this year, and won it the year before. Also, the RBC Heritage is a good corollary course. And uh, the 2019 RBC Canadian is actually a comp course to this, this to this Canadian Open. So I'm looking at that, and Rory's the defending champion in 2019. So I, I think he's actually one of the easiest plays in this 10K range. You can see here on my model... He is just doing everything well off the tee, on approach, tee to green, around the green. He, he's only lost once in 2022 on approach and off the tee. So this is a guy I'm going to load up this week. He's the easiest play. Have fun watching him contend for this championship. Anything you can add to that five-tier range there, Wildman? Anybody you yeah, like? Yeah, 
Yeah, we love Shane Lowry. You, you guys tell me this. How is the winningest player worldwide since May of 2021 below him? That player is Sam Burns. Nobody's lifted more trophies in the last 13 months than he has, not even Scotty Scheffler. Uh, so that seems like a very weird position for Burns to be in. Um, albeit, you know, he's the fifth highest priced golfer. I, I think he's a bargain. Um, but I do like McElroy a lot too. And, and, and Hey, how good would that narrative be if Rory gets over the hump and, uh, and wins this championship in the face of the live tour as he's been one of the most outspoken PGA tour, uh, players, that'd be a I nice story. The PGA Tour, uh, metaphorically speaking, is probably down on their hands and knees each night, praying to God that that happens this weekend, quite frankly. I mean, that that's the kind of save they might need right now. $9,000 tier. I don't see much value here, Bones, although I know you love Fitzpatrick. You're probably going to talk about him at 99. You got Varner at 97, Connors 96, Hatton 95, Finau maybe a little value there at 94, Hadwin 93, Munoz 91. I'm sorry, Munoz, 92, Kirk, 91, Keith Mitchell. I know you like a lot, 9,000. Where's the value here, Bones? Man, I am just obsessed with Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, right when I thought I was going to ban him, I didn't tweet it. I was almost tweeted that he's banned after missing the cut by one shot. But then you look at Matthew Fitzpatrick's history, and um, I tweeted it. The last eight times he's missed the cut, he's not only followed up with a made cut, but he has five top tens after missing the cut back into August 2020. So I love his odds here. Good corollary courses, as I said, are the Wells Fargo and this last RBC Canadian. He loves Wells Fargo, and he loves small greens. I love Matthew Fitzpatrick here to make a rebound week. Hopefully, uh, his miscut brings down his ownership a lot. Uh, two other guys I was looking at is Adam Hadwin. So if you go to Hadwin, I'm hoping I have him up on this uh, fancy national here. I might not have him queued up. But I scrolled down, I was like, Let's just see if Adam Hadwin played in this 2010 Canadian Open, the last time it was played at this course. He did. It was his first ever event logged on FantasyNational.com. Back in 2010, he made the cut and came in 37th place. Uh, so that was 12 years ago. I expect him, the Canadian guy, to show up in this tournament. I do think he is overpriced, which I'm hoping they're going to bring his price down a little bit at $9,300. I'm loading up Adam Hadwin this week. Expect him to continue his success in 2022. Uh, Wildman, can you add anything to that? We know we love hometown boys on this podcast. We like Canadians also, especially when they're playing in Canada. Or we like Canucks, especially when they're playing in Canada this week. Who you got here? Yeah, I'll go right above them to, to who I consider the best Canadian golfer in the world. That's Corey Connors. Uh, Tita Green stud. You know, has been overlooked because he missed that cut at the PGA. And we kind of were on that going into the Memorial, where it's a ball strikers course. Uh, he's in the fairway a lot, and he can get it close uh, uh, in proximity with wedges. So he's a guy we definitely are going to like. And, and then the other guy down here that, that I'm going to keep an eye on is Tyrrell Hatton. He, he seems like he is that upper echelon of like a minus player not quite a star but but better than some of these guys that he's surrounded by and man can he pop or can he pop you know so uh he's a guy I wouldn't be surprised to see win this event hard to see value in this eight thousand dollar tier also bones dk rose at 88 the gila at 87 vegas at 85 mackenzie hughes is a canuck he's at 84 
Uh, Todd at 82, Pan at 81. So it's a it's a limited field this week in the $8,000 range. Is there value here? Yeah, so this is kind of my stars and scrubs analogy here. I'm not really going to play this range here because I'm, I'm finding myself playing a lot of these upper tier guys uh, and then with some scrubs down here because I don't see much difference between like Hojgaard and and Rye and Hubbard compared to these guys down here like Smotherman and, and Laird and Smalley. I, I just don't see a $1,000 difference in DraftKings prices. So I'm not obsessed with this 8K range at all. In fact, I'm pretty much going to fade it. Uh, Captain America, Patty Reed, uh, withdrew. So that was good for us. Um, don't need to even look at him. I saw CT Pan getting a lot of love, and I uh, had him in my original build. But I am seeing him everywhere. A lot of people like CT Pan this week, which is making me back up the, the, the truck a little bit here. Only one top 15 uh, since February of, 20, uh, February of this year. So... The fact that C.T. Pan is going to be chalk, I know he had a good finish at the Wells Fargo at 15th, but $8,100 is chalk with a with a sketchy C.T. Pan. I'm all, all of a sudden going to get off him and uh, go down to that 7K range. So we'll let Wildman talk about this range. Wildman, the $8,000 range stinks. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, I don't necessarily disagree. However, my play of the week is 8200 right above C.T. Pan. Brendan Todd. This is a course that's just a shade over 7,000 yards, which is very short for a PGA Tour golf course. Uh, they've grown out the rough to make it a little bit harder. The fairways are a little bit wider, but they're tree-lined. So you have to hit fairways. Of course, you have to hit fairways often, but but particularly at this course. The number one player in fairways and regulation on the PGA Tour, Brendan Todd. So we're just going to expect him to be in the fairway often, and trust the fact that he can uh, throw some darts in there with some wedges. Kind of like we said about Corey Connors. Uh, so I'm liking Brandon Todd a lot this week. All right, $7,000 tier, Bones DK. You said you got stars and scrubs. So what kind of scrubs are we looking at in the $7,000 tier? Yeah, that's a good take on Todd. I might have to get a little little Todd sprayed into my lineup here. Um, you know, I'm scrolling down. You know, I'm looking at guys like Ryan Armour, JT Poston, guys like this. And let me say something about JT Poston here. You look at the corollary courses I'm talking about, Wells Fargo, ninth place. RBC Heritage, third place. This is this year. Um, coming off at 37th of the Memorial. He did miss the cut of the Charles Schwab, but yeah, he's a risky player. But man, I compare him to like a Brandon Todd type player. So you're getting uh, Brandon Todd at 8,200 and a similar player down here at 7,200, JT Poston. I love it. So yeah, I'm going to load up those guys together and JT Poston is going to be a part of my Stars and Scrubs lineup. Uh, another guy I like is Jaeger. Uh, kind of the same thing here. Uh, sixth place at the Wells Fargo this year. 15th at the Mexican Open. I mean, this is a flyer. This is risky. As you see, he has a lot of missed cuts and really isn't that good at golf coming off a missed cut. But I like him as a flyer and that can win you a lot of money this week if he does what he's supposed to do. And, uh, you know, top 10s this tournament, Jaeger. Jaeger bomb. I'm sure this... I'm sure this guy plays a nice game of golf, but anytime I see his last name, I throw up a little bit in my mouth. It just immediately makes me think of Jägermeister. And like, boy, I used to drink a lot of that at WVU football games. And now I can't even, I can't even look at a word that's, that even resembles it because it makes me want to vomit. That's, that's how much Jägermeister <laughs> I've drank in my life. You know, something else I saw there? Bones, get Jaeger off the screen yeah. there because you had Sabatini down there. And okay. again, I don't know how Rory's going to play, but there's a 100% chance he's going to look like a lunatic out there on the golf course. 
<laughs> with the outfit he's wearing. He's looked like a detective, a private eye. He looked like an African safari one day. I, I noticed that. Forest another day. I mean, he's him. just a, he's out there with his outfits, man. I think I think he's, he's having like a crisis noise. in life where he wants to feel young again, you know, and, and he's pretending like he's not bald and, and he, he tries to be like hip and look like a young college kid right now the way he's dressing. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. He can do whatever he wants because he has $50 million probably. Silver medalist at the Olympics. By the way, if you scroll down a little further there too at the $7,000 range, you're going to see a little guy named Doug Gim. <laughs> where is he? Oh, there he is. Willing to go with the Gim Reaper this week. A little north of the border, but you know he's lost. <laughs> That's a lot of money, wild man. <laughs> the old Gim Reaper. First of all, the the only way I'd be less likely to play Steven Yeager is if his name was Steven Soko and Lime. <laughs> but both of those drinks take me to a place that I never want to go again. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, really, yikes. Boy, he would be Stephen Tequila everything. for me. Stephen Tequila for me. I mean, I I, I won't even look at that drink. <laughs> hey, I want to say this though. I uh, we were talking again off the air, like circling guys that would defect to the live tour. Well, as you just mentioned, Sabatini defected from his own country. Yeah, yeah. playing the Olympics. I'm not even sure why. I think maybe his is his wife Slovakian or something. I don't know, but I think he was born in. Pretoria, South Africa, or something like that, defected to Slovakia to qualify for the Olympics and shoot 61 on Sunday to take the silver medal. Bizarre story. So he's probably going well, with the Clearly, injury. you've seen the way he dressed. He's a bizarre guy, man. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's he, just a little little out there. He's got those like weird bracelets that he wears, too. Kind of has that so evil look, too. <laughs> probably in love with himself like most pga golfers all are also he will you know, mark my in words. love with his own ego in love with his own name in love with his own brand mark my words he will play a live tour event at some oh point. he's he's already like he's got his room booked for pumpkin ridge in oregon dude the arrangements have already been made there's no doubt about that i got one thing to close on i got one last live note to close close on here I, you know, again, I, I was emotional when I first heard about all these guys defecting. But after you, you give the time to kind of sink in and what you would actually do if you were in their positions, I think I've softened a little bit. But I did throw out like a snarky text at Lee or a, a tweet at Lee Westwood earlier this week. Um, it was like it's Lee Westwood, like trying to give away tickets to the live tour. And I was like, hey, look at me. I'm Lee Westwood, a, a former professional PGA golfer. I'm peddling tickets for the Saudis now. And I'm with golf's greatest loser, Greg Norman. I'm a perfect fit. Look at me. It was an emotional tweet. <laughs> and it was low-hanging fruit by taking, like, the political angle and the Greg Norman angle. And I, I sent the tweet because I was like, you know, I, I, this is just below a guy of Lee Westwood's stature, certainly a professional golfer, to be peddling tickets to the event he's about to play. And no matter who's funding the damn thing, I just thought it looked a little pathetic. And I was a little emotional at the time. And and it's, by the way, become the biggest tweet I've ever had in the in the thousand that I've tweeted out. It's got like 30 likes. It's been retweeted five or six times. A bunch of people commenting it. Some of the comments are, your vagina hurts, Edge. <laughs> and another one is just like seven middle fingers up in the air at me. Okay? <laughs> and I, I like clicked on these people's profiles to see what their stories are. You know, mine is not very impressive. I understand that. Lee Westwood is far more impressive than mine is. But I looked on these people's stories, 
uh, you know, their profiles just to see what's up with them. The one dude has zero followers, and the other one has one follower. So I'm going to make this accusation. I am going to level this charge. I believe someone in Westwood's family has burner accounted these things, or Lee Westwood himself, or his <laughs> wife, his caddy, and, and is fired back at me because I upset them so bad. Now, let me just explain. Let me be crystal clear here. It was an emotional tweet, and I said the motivation behind it was because I thought it was below a professional golfer of Lee Westwood's stature. For me to send out a tweet like that as a 41-year-old man is below my bar of being a good human being also. I want to apologize for that tweet, and I want to apologize if that is his son or his daughter that is burner accounting me and feeling the need to, to respond to such a pathetic tweet in the first place. But I do believe they they're burnering they're yeah. burnering me right now. There it yeah. is. Look at those middle fingers. <laughs> yeah, how many are there? there? Is. Eight or nine of them there. <laughs> and look, look. I'd be happy to because I have I've sent a lot of snarky <laughs> comments about Lee Westwood also. They are all below me. And as I said, his story is way more impressive than me. But boy, I I believe I'm only one degree of separation away from him right now. From there sitting is. down with him. Let's keep going. Sitting down with him face to face. <laughs> And having this out like men, like English men and American men, maybe over a pint at the local pub. There is. I like that. I apologize to Lee Westwood and his family. Crystal clear. I want to make that make that very clear. There, there is no other explanation for somebody with one follower to be coming after you other than them being in Westwood's inner circle. Right, There's right. no doubt about it. Or him himself, because I have sent a few snarks at this guy, <laughs> and I might be getting under his skin a little bit. I apologize for that, Lee. I apologize. You're, you're one of the most winningest guys on the European tour ever, if I'm not mistaken. Wild man, right? Second or third? He's the, I, I, I would argue, one of the top, yes, three or four most decorated European golfers of all time. Uh, but no majors, you know? I mean... A lot of top twos and threes, but have I have I felt satisfied watching him lose in the past? I have, you know, but it doesn't mean he's not a, a, a great guy, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't mean he's not a very wealthy guy today. Also, after he's taken that live sponsorship, but I do apologize for the original comments. As I said, Lee, I may have made the same decision. Part what's going to happen is he's going to forget to switch his burner account back. Like Durant did. Yeah, the old K and, K K Trey five. Right, he's gonna tweet something about like, "Hey guys, like excited to excited for my loop tomorrow at the Live Tour," and it's gonna be from that guy with one follower, <laughs> and we're gonna know it was Westy. <laughs> Lee, if Bryson, you're out there, Bryson D. Hey, this is happening right now as we are recording this. Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed to the Live Tour. Wow, wow. Got notification in my phone, so I'm wow. not sure if that is. This week, or if they'll be at an Oregon at Pumpkin Ridge, but they are gone. They are part of the Live wow. Tour. It is a PGA guys, problem. This is getting have, cra this is getting yeah. crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're it probably is. looking at a lifetime PGA Tour ban at this point. So, um, yeah, I would I say know. that guys like Deshambo and guys like Reed and DJ have vetted this. Uh, you know, to the point well, of no return. So well, they might be saying, look, maybe they are trying to transform the game of golf. And it would be very transformative if, in fact, 
DeChambeau's getting 100 million, Patrick Reed's getting 100 million. Those guys never have to golf another day in their life. But let's be honest, many of them never had to golf another day in their life, anyhow. Many of them already had earnings in excess of 30, 40, and 50 million bucks. So it is just a wild, wild situation that golf finds itself in right now. And and I don't have any of the answers. We're just going to have to let it play out, see where the dust settles. And I will come back to the original points. It's a problem for the PGA because it's very appealing to players, but the product at this moment is very gimmicky and very fantasy-esque. And I don't think resonates with some of the biggest target audience of the PGA tour, which is guys my age that actually go out and put a lot of money into playing golf and watch a lot of golf also. You know, so final thoughts, Bones DK, on this week's PGA tournament. We've talked enough about the live. Up to 10.44 a.m. when we're recording this, I still don't care about one single player that's left for the LIV. I don't even care about them. They stink. Later. So, again, a PGA Tour problem because even when we're trying to talk about the PGA Tour, I tee them up for a PGA Tour question. It's about the live golf tour. <clears throat> or Wildman, what what are your final thoughts on the PGA? I disagree with Rob's position. I care. I'll tell you what, guys. I bet on ping pong. I bet on tennis. I bet on women's softball. You don't think I'm going to be betting on the Live Tour? I'll be betting on the Live Tour. Are they on the books yet? Can are you bet on DraftKings? I don't know. I'm not, I don't think they're on DraftKings, but uh, um, you know, I mean, you're going to deal with that because I. DraftKings might have a deal with the PGA Tour as an exclusive partner. I, I don't know. But, I mean, this is transforming everything. Yeah, I mean, there'll but be I a mean, sports listen, book. I, there'll be a sports book out there that'll pick this thing up. There's I'll no doubt about that. Anybody yeah. who wants it, DM me. I'll give you odds on any player. And week. if you had any sense about yourself, you would take that opportunity, folks, because this guy loses a ton of money <laughs> when he bets it. There's only one guy on the planet that is worse at betting than Phil Mickelson has proven to be, it is TW Man 66 one of the analysts on this Bones DK golf program. Hey, hey, that's actually untrue because I had Johnny Vegas 125 to 1 at this event a few years ago, and it cashed. Hey, he's good at golf. He's, he's good at betting on golf. If it, if it comes to NFL or NBA, bet the opposite. <laughs> BetTheOpposite.com. All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. going to be a really interesting weekend of golf, not just the PGA. We hope to make some money. There's going to be a lot of guys making money on the other side of the pond in a different tour. Of course, you're going to have to log on to YouTube and Facebook to watch that, but um, it's going to be out there, and it's going to be interesting. You got one last thing to say, Wildman? Parting thoughts. The flyer of the week is Callum Terran, an English guy. Look out for him. Loads of talent, 6,700. And also, I'm predicting the double scoop. Rory in Canada, DJ at Pumpkin Ridge. Oh, I think DJ. Well, who's going to win this weekend at the Live? You like DJ this weekend? Or do you like Phil? I like DJ this weekend. Sorry, I said the wrong. Yeah, wrong. in uh, London. Rory All right. You get the, hey, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bones DK Golf. You can follow us, by the way, guys. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. All the same handle. Bones DK Golf, TWMan66. My name is Edge. Golf Guy WV on those social media platforms. Thanks so much and good luck this weekend, no matter where you're playing golf, whether it's in England, whether it's in Canada, whether it's in good old West Virginia, where I'll be teeing them up this weekend. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Good to be back.